Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. I'm going to tell you, we've got a new and, and very interesting topic for you uh, today on our conversation. Hi, everybody. Jim Mitchell, uh, back with you for another edition of Chicago's Legal Latte. And I'm excited not only to be able to dig into this topic, uh, but also because uh, my partner in the conversation will be Lavelle Law Attorney Jim Voigt. Now, Jim always brings such a, a wealth of experience in, in dealing with legal aspects of operating a business that I, I know we're always going to have an informative visit when he's here as he is today. Um, he's seen just about every circumstance you can imagine, is always ready to share some sound advice in our discussions. And today we're going to take a look at bullying, um, not on the playground, but in the business world. And uh, I think we're going to learn some interesting things. Jim, very nice to talk to you again today. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Great. And uh, excited to have the conversation. Uh, I threw that term out there, uh, you know, mentioned bullying and we talk about uh today a, a business bully when when that term is out there what what exactly are we talking about well it's it's a little different like you said when you were uh, uh bringing up the conversation earlier you said it's it's different than a, a bully on a playground but honestly there's a lot of ways that it can be very similar really what we're talking about is somebody who uh, either just in the course of being demanding or even if there's some sort of a dispute or a disagreement about something you know it it's okay for somebody to be insistent that things are done a certain way, but the bully is somebody who just goes way above and beyond that. You know, all of their demands are immediate demands. They're asking for something they have absolutely no right to and are absolutely incessant and threatening about it. Uh, basically trying to get what they want uh, through um, uh, just badgering you and making, you know, outrageous requests, things of that nature. As opposed to, you know, even a contentious business relationship can be a successful one. This is one where it's very difficult to have a successful relationship with a person like this. Yeah, and you you touched on a few things there. Let's start just kind of at the top and, and with an overview. Some of the things that you might see a business bully do to get their way, and it sounds like, um, you know, sort of aggressive behavior is where you might start. Yeah, aggressive behavior. These are the people that are, you know, you know, in the normal course of trying to get something resolved, you know, a normal person might follow up with you every couple of days to find out if there's a resolution. Uh, this is the person that sends you 11 text messages in 14 minutes, <laughs> you know, things like that. Or, or they're they're just emailing constantly. They've left you six voicemails, um, you know, and just not realizing that, of course, you know, no company wants to move slowly to resolve any sort of dispute. But there is some sort of reasonable period of time. Uh, that it takes to get to the bottom of an issue between, uh, you know, whether, whether it's a company and their customer or something else. Um, you know, they also tend to be just generally harassing. You know, they they say things that are, uh, you know, impolite or just mean-spirited, meant to get under your skin and create emotional reaction. And very oftentimes they'll um, very much rely on, you know, partial truths, you know, sort of cherry-picking the portions of what happened that are useful to them and discarding the rest or uh, outright uh, recite immediate facts. And probably one of the most uh, common characteristics is that all of their demands are immediate. Um, you have uh-huh. to do this by 11 o'clock today or I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and they're unrealistic. And when you start to deal with people like this, um, one of the things you mentioned there is that the you know the bully will kind of stand behind what they consider to be factual statements 
and they consider them facts because they say them, you know, louder or more forcefully than anybody else. But it sounds like a good way to really start to disarm this type of person is to look very closely at what the facts are and be prepared to discuss those facts with them. Sure. And, and yeah, there's a little bit of a cautionary uh, suggestion there as well. One, it's very important to know your facts. When you're dealing with somebody who is irrational like this or, or just bullying and being overly aggressive, it's important to know your facts so that you can spot when they are uh, really sort of you know just cherry-picking facts that are good for themselves or even misstating the facts. However, Typically speaking, you know, we don't necessarily recommend getting into a protracted argument over what is or is not true. You know, as a good, responsible, ethical business person, you know what's true and you know what's not true. Very often, getting into some kind of a debate with somebody about what is or isn't true isn't useful, but knowing your facts is very important. Otherwise, it'll give the bully a little bit of an upper edge because they may say something that you're not quite sure if it's true or not, so it puts you back on your heels a little bit. So understanding the the facts, having a good handle on, on the facts of the situation is a big part of diffusing them. And and how important is it to, to try and, as, as difficult as it may be in these scenarios, to, to try and control the conversation, um, to try and make sure that you stay focused on what the actual item which is in dispute is, is what you're discussing? Sure. The way I do it is typically through a, sort of an, an oxymoronic term of what I would call passive control, where... You know, when you typically would say you're controlling the situation, you're the one driving the conversation, saying what we're going to talk about, et cetera, et cetera. I will often allow a bully to sort of rattle on and on, not for an hour, but for a few minutes, um, and just sort of let them blow off some steam and run the conversation. But as opposed to just controlling every aspect of the conversation, I will consistently steer it back to where it needs to be. In other words, don't allow for distractions. Um, If you're looking to collect, say, a $40,000 invoice that this person hasn't paid and and they're just rattling on and on and on about, uh, you know, issues that are going on with the invoice. And then they start sort of bending the truth a little bit and either talking about that or distracting with other facts. Uh, you don't necessarily have to aggressively, quote, unquote, take control of the conversation, but you want to steer it back and say, great, I understand. We've got some other issues here as well. The real problem we're trying to solve today is this $40,000 invoice. What do we need to do to get that resolved? You know, so you know, always steering back to uh, the heart of the matter that's being discussed. And, and how important is it to just be able to take a deep breath and not let yourself get drawn into a, an argument over whatever it is you're discussing? Yeah, I would say it's critically important slash very, very difficult. And, and if there's any reason why a lot of times a dispute ends up in an attorney's desk, it's it's literally because it's so difficult just to stay dispassionate about it. As an attorney, I myself, you know, find that I have to battle every once in a while to stay calm. And remember, I'm not fighting my own battle. I'm fighting somebody else's battle. When when you personally are in the middle of this thing, it can be very difficult to keep a cool head. Uh, but the phrase cooler heads prevail is really absolutely true. Bear in mind this, and this tends to help people stay calm. The number one goal of the bully is to get an emotional reaction from you because everybody knows that somebody that's making a a decision based on an emotional reaction is just not going to make the best possible decision that they could. So if you can get somebody into an agitated state, they're more likely to just say, fine, do whatever you want or something like that. Uh, So remaining absolutely calm is key. And it's also very successful. 
it, it turns the tables because when, when somebody is coming at you aggressively and you just will incessantly remain calm and professional with them, it can actually turn the tables and start to get under their skin to a certain degree. Uh, so, yeah, that, that ability to remain calm and dispassionate is very important in terms of getting the result that you want. When, when you kind of gave your overview at the beginning, you, you referenced uh, someone who barrages you with uh, texts or emails, and it's, it's funny because so much communication takes place electronically these days, and it's, right. it's probably a lot easier to you know, confront something or someone unpleasant via keyboard more so than, than verbally or face-to-face. What, what should you be cautious of when dealing with a, with a bully and, and having you know, a keyboard in front of you or a smartphone and, and not really dealing face-to-face? Yeah, it's very difficult. I mean, the fact of the matter is, I think social media proves this, email proves this, text messages prove this, that it is so easy to say something via email or some written form that uh, feels good. It might make you feel vindicated, but accomplishes absolutely nothing. Um, We see these arguments spiral out of control. Oftentimes, by the time something hits my desk as an attorney, I will get a copy of the email exchange that's taken place, and my first reaction is, oh, my gosh, yeah, <laughs> look at these two. <laughs> They're just absolutely laying into each other uh, and saying things that you know the average person would just never say to somebody face-to-face. So the general rule for me is that communicating via email is fine. It's a, it's a fantastic innovation. It allows for greater productivity in some ways. That's potentially debatable. But actually, uh, you know, resolving a dispute via email, other than wrapping up final details, but you know, really getting to the heart of a dispute via email, is almost impossible. So you need to know instinctively when is the time to say, "I'm not getting anywhere via email. We need to move this over to the phone, or even move it potentially to an in-person meeting." Uh, and really, let's get to the heart of the matter, and let's deal with this like adults, because it's uh, it's very easy to become a, a, a young teenager, <laughs> in in essence, when arguing about something via text message or email. Jim Voigt, a terrific attorney from Lavelle Law, is my guest today, and and he's been practicing law, and in, in particular helping businesses with uh, with legal issues for a, a number of years, and always very gracious with his time coming here on the podcast. You can. Uh, follow Jim on social media and get more about his specific practice activities at lavellelaw.com. Uh, great resource and always willing to talk about issues like the one we're discussing today. And especially if you're thinking of starting or buying a business, um, I can't recommend highly enough a quick conversation with Jim Voigt to make sure you've got the right things in mind. Uh, I'm going to use a little bit more of his time today to continue our conversation on business bullies. Um, you also mentioned, Jim, earlier, um, you know, setting these deadlines and saying, I've got to have an answer now, I've got to have this resolved now. Um, that's another minefield to kind of try and step around when you're when you're trying to resolve some of these issues, isn't it? Exactly right, yeah. So you'll, it's always combined with two things. One is um, uh, the setting of a deadline, and two is the application of some sort of terrible consequence. Uh, I've actually seen other attorneys do this in a way that was it actually had to report as an unethical behavior where you know, they had told a client that if you don't make a payment today that we're going to garnish your paycheck tomorrow. And at the time, they hadn't even filed a lawsuit without getting into all of the technicalities of that from a, a a legal procedure point of view, that's just not possible. So, um, yeah, so this is a combination, really, of our first point, which is know your facts, and our second point, which is don't allow false time pressure. Um, and one, if somebody says, I have to have an answer by 11 o'clock, bear in mind, bully or not, they might be right. So you, you need to know your facts to know, is there some genuine event that's going on that they need to have this answer by? But, you know, more often than not, 
Um, they've just made up that deadline, and they're expecting you to adhere to it. And you can politely say, well, actually, you don't need an answer um, by 11 o'clock, but it is important for me to resolve this matter for you. So let's go ahead and discuss exactly what's going on, uh, you know, that type of thing. So, you know, again, knowing your facts and just, you know, be able to politely and professionally sort of reject their false time pressure, but also letting them know that it is important to you, right? You don't want to get into a situation, and, and this is something that is, I guess, a little uh, more conceptual and less detailed, but um, you really want to focus on solving the problem because it's very easy to get drawn into a situation where your goal is to win this argument. And I, I will very happily, as an attorney, let the other side feel like they walked away from an interaction with me that they won as long as I got the result that I wanted. So uh, the key is stay focused on solving the problem. Don't necessarily try to win whatever conversation you're having on the phone. Uh, and, and rejecting false time pressure can be a big part of that. So it is important that we resolve this, but I, I understand you want me to resolve it by 11 o'clock, but it's important to get it right. So why don't we take our time, do yeah. it the right way, and uh, I'll get back to you tomorrow at 10 or something like that. Well, let, let's quit, put a quick legal spin on this with a couple minutes we have left. We, we can't pretend that you, you won't encounter bullies in the business world, but uh, help me understand here because it sounds – like if we refer back to some of your previous conversations and podcasts, that if you do the right things, you can sort of prevent a, a, a bullying situation from even getting started. And that would be having good, well-defined contracts and agreements, um, establish and adhere to good payment schedules and procedures, good records of conversations. Those things sort of line up the facts you talked about earlier that might prevent someone from really gaining any steam in this type of behavior. Exactly right. And really, you're, you're, when you say gain any steam, that's such an accurate way to say it is because if you can prevent that bully from getting, you know, sort of a head of steam about them, just sort of chop them off at the knees before they even have a chance to start to try to get under your skin by having a good mastery of your facts. How do you have a good mastery of your facts? Like you said, good record keeping. Um, how, do we, how do we avoid having false time pressure? Well, we have a contract in place that says we'll do this, this, and this. So I know that this is false time pressure um, because we agreed in writing to this other schedule. So, yeah, having good documents in place. The other thing, too, is really just managing expectations. Keep in mind that the process of creating a legal contract is not so much that you are sort of creating the agreement. The job of the attorney is to say these are, two things, these are things that two people have agreed to, and we're simply recording it. Um, it's really up to the client, and with some guidance from the attorney, but it's up to the client to really manage expectations. So it's very often that a bullying situation is something where you might have had a better opportunity to manage the expectations of the person you're on the phone with so that they never got it into their head that they would have something by 11 o'clock or whatever it might be. And then, again, manage those expectations, come to the agreement, and then do a good job of putting that down on a sheet of paper that everybody can sign off on. Well, as always, a uh, very informative and beneficial visit with Lavelle Law Attorney Jim Voigt. Uh, I promise to get him back on the podcast again soon. Uh, in the meantime, don't hesitate to reach out to him directly at 847-705-7555. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.